This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Making Moves with TK. I'm here with one of my favorite people in L.A., Probably just because she's like has the Midwest vibe. But um, yeah, I am obsessed with her. She is a celebrity makeup artist. She also is, in my eyes, talent herself. She has an epic YouTube channel, Instagram, all the things. It is my dear friend, Alexis Motherforking Oakley. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Hi. Thanks so much for coming. Oh, my God. Of course. I'm like, Alexis posted my one of my reels on her story. And I was like, yep, done. She's on my podcast. <laughs> like, I need to have her. Literally, I got so many responses to that, too, by the way. Everyone really? was obsessed with it. Yeah. Oh they were like, oh, my God, I needed this. Love I'm like, this. yes. For me. So... First of all, give me your little, I like to start with a little elevator pitch from everyone. Yeah. So give us a tea, like, where are you from? How'd you get here now? Quickly. So I'm from Missouri, Midwest girlies. Love it. I moved out here like a month after high school and I wanted to be a celebrity makeup artist. So I assisted for like three and a half years. And then now I've kind of started doing my own thing. You know, I do makeup, influencing, like all the things. So did you skip out on college? Yeah. And you went straight to LA? Yeah, I came straight to LA and I went to a makeup school. And oh, it was amazing. like- a five-month program. So it was kind of like one of those things, like, if I like it, I'll stay in L.A. If I hate it, I'll move back home. Obviously, ended up loving it, and I got an assisting job, like, two days after. So wow. it was kind of like things, like, really fell into place. Did you always know growing up you were going to do something a little bit not normal? Yeah. Like, I remember being, like, five years old and being like, I'm going to live in L.A. And everyone's like, okay. I like, know. Great. That's, yeah, they, like, look at you like you have five heads. <laughs> yeah. It's like, got okay. It. <laughs> okay. Love it. Love to hear it. We're going to start off with a juicy segment. It's the poll questions. Love. I try to, like, cure a theme towards you. And then we'll go into, like, the real, like, making moves Perfect. drama, meat and potatoes. So, first question is, makeup brush or beauty blender? Like, for foundation. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> That's really hard because yeah. I like to use both. I normally like to start with a brush and then go in with a beauty really? blender to okay, blend it why? out. Because I feel like a brush like applies the product more and a beauty blender kind of just like obviously blends and makes it more seamless. Uh-huh. But if I could only pick one, probably beauty blender. Really? Yeah. Tea. You can just do so much with a beauty blender. Okay, question. Do you think the beauty blender brand is superior to all other knockoff beauty blender brands? I do, just because the way they formulated it, it's like nothing else. Okay. Like the texture, the softness, the way it blends makeup. Because I used to just like get random ones, yeah. you know? And then Alicia was like, what are you doing? And I was Literally. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I figured it out. But right. I, I really enjoy, I actually prefer a brush too, but the beauty yeah. blender just makes no streaks. Right. I know, because that's the thing. It's the lines in the yeah. foundation. I like 
hate the lines. Yeah. So the blender just like really. How do you do the brush without lines? You don't really. Okay. Tea. I'm I glad. wish. <laughs> and uh, just while I'm we're talking on the subject, yeah. what's your go-to foundation? Is it the same foundation for everyone or do you switch it depending on skin types? I switch it up depending on who it is. Really? Like I am obsessed with the NARS Natural Radiant on myself, but the only client that I really use that on is Tana because okay. we have like the exact same skin. Whatever works on me, I know is going to work on her. And really? whatever doesn't, I know isn't going to work on her. Wait, what would you recommend for me? <laughs> I feel like the Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk. Okay. Like, they just sent me that and I was like, oh, it's am so I, good. Is someone going to get fired? Like, why am I on this beer list? <laughs> no, it's so good. Okay. Armani's probably my go-to for pretty much everyone. Really? Yeah. Okay, good to know. That is major tea. I would definitely choose Beauty Blender, I feel like, too, just yeah. because, like, mm, I don't know. I, I do the streaks if right. I do just the exactly. brush. Anyway, next question. Tarte Cosmetics or Benefit Cosmetics? Probably Benefit. I'm for sure going Benefit. I love Although, Benefit. like, Tarte times pretty basic palette. Yeah, iconic. exactly. Um, but, like, I am just such a simp for Benefit. Oh, my gosh. They finally sent me product for the first time a few weeks ago. <gasps> and I was like, I'm so I- sorry I didn't connect you guys earlier. <laughs> no, I heck? was so excited because they're, like, one of my beauty brands that I've just been dying to get sent from since yeah. I like started and so it was one of those like oh my gosh like, uh-huh. is this really happening yeah first of all packaging fire products yeah. fire everything about the brand but what's even more fire is the people that work for them yeah are, they just get it and they're awesome and they're the people you want to hang out with in real right. life so I, th- I always say if I wasn't doing what I'm doing I would want to literally work on like the influencer team for benefit you would be so good at that I would love it I would love yeah it. <laughs> um okay cool what was your first um beauty brand that sent you s- product like oh they took gosh, a chance I don't on even you remember um I feel like it was probably honest beauty actually because Jessica was one of my first clients and really? so I think she like got me on a PR list or something and honest has always been like so generous really yeah oh my gosh that's great to know I love that shout out honest right mine was this company it's this hair company called nature lab oh yeah and I like freaked out I was like oh right my God, how? getting sent PR for your very first time like well, still to this day, it's it, insane. Yeah, exactly. But the very first time, I remember being like, did I make it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is this what it's like? Yeah. It's so weird being on the side where you're, like, now with Parallel. Yeah. Being like, I hope they post. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. have so much more empathy for influencers that take the time to post well. That's and so I feel true. like you're really good at posting. And I'm invested. I'm like, ooh, what'd they send? Right. Like, you actually do a video and it's good instead totally. of just like a photo. Like, thanks. Yeah, I know. I try like to. I'm like, I understand how much goes into it. And it's like... And you value the product. Yeah. You're like, this is expensive. Exactly. It can go on my kit. Right. And it's cool. It's still exciting oh when God. I get sent PR. I'm like, it's like Christmas every day. Oh my gosh. And when I get a package, like notification, <laughs> I'm like, for <"Fork>, yes. Literally. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I think I would go benefit to no tea, no shade to Tarte. Still yeah. love them. But yeah, benefit. Okay. Client. I put two clients okay. against each other for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Tana, your girl. Yes. Or your new girl, Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. That's <laughs> so hard. I know. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm gonna have to go with OG. Yes. Tana. I figured like, you would. Tana has been my most consistent, loyal client. Like, everything I could have asked She's for. She's an Alexis client. Oakley f- fan page. She's <laughs> the biggest Alexis Oakley fan. And I, like, live for it. And I'm the same for her. Yeah. So, like, just OG, you yeah. know? I got it. I get it. But, like, Chris Jenner, like, <laughs> Icon. God. Living legend. Yeah. Literally. God is a woman. <laughs> um, okay. 
I'm going to go team Tana, too, just because I feel like she's taken you under her wing. Yeah. Like Alicia has done me. Definitely. And, and honestly, she took a, they took risks on us. Oh, big you know time. what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I wouldn't have a lot of the clients that I have today if it weren't for her, too. Because yeah. she really pitches. She put you on people. the map. Yeah, 100. She literally connected me with Demi Lovato in a group text and was like, Demi, meet Alexis. Alexis, meet Demi. Like, Unreal. do glam. Love like, it. She's such a ride or die. I love that. I love that for you. And I love that characteristic of hers. Yeah. That's really awesome. Um, okay. As far as like beauty guru, YouTuber, influencer yeah. people, Jeffree Star or James Charles? Honestly, I'm obsessed with James Charles recently. <laughs> Me too. I love his content. Yeah. The way he makes videos is so entertaining. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Here's the thing. I am like a James... I, I love his videos. Yeah. Also, my friend works for him, so I'm like, I, I, right. I, I feel like I'm supportive in that way. But totally. like, he is a really good YouTuber. Yeah. He's a really, really good, good YouTuber. And I just love his editing style, everything. He just really keeps people engaged and he's always doing something new. Like, I feel like he's done really well at, he's kind great of at like evolving. adjusting. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I would say is that I'm not the, I used to really not be into makeup or beauty yeah. as much. And he still makes his content interesting even right. if you're not a makeup person which is like That's all you so can ask true. for as an influencer yeah um so i feel like he's probably a great youtuber for you to look up to right yeah no i really like his videos i will say though in this shoot i used a lot of the jeffree star times shane dawson yeah. lip yeah it's called i think it's called are we filming Right. And I'm not kidding you guys. That shit does not come off. Oh my like, god, no. His his products good. are really good. Like um, really good. Whenever I was touring, I was using a lot of his products because I knew really? that if, whenever they're dancing, sweating on stage, like it's not going to move. Oh. Yeah, cuz you went on tour with Avril, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Such a cool <laughs> life. Okay, yeah, I'm going James too, but um that product is is fire. Yeah. Um okay, Jeep or I don't know if you're a Ford Bronco girly, are you? At I all? am. But I'm you're going to go like, Jeep. I'm obsessed, but yeah. Okay, I'm doing I mean, Jeep I have or Ford to. Bronco. Are you yeah. <laughs> Jeep. I'm going Ford Bronco, but like I have a Jeep back home. That really? was my first car. Yeah. Oh my gosh, cute. Jeep we girlies. Love a Jeep. Jeep girlies. I feel like that's just a Midwest thing. Like <laughs> every freaking girl really wants is. a Jeep. It's so funny because when I got my Jeep out here, everyone was like, why Jeep? Like, so confused. But everyone wants a Jeep back home. That's, yeah. like, the cool car. It is. Yeah. So, um, love that for you. And yours is pimped out. Yeah. Yours is really cool. <laughs> yours is really cool. Okay. L.A. or the Midwest? Uh, I, like, okay, this is really hard because... I know. I just love the Midwest so much. And mm -hmm. I feel like so much of my brand is the Midwest, like Texas Roadhouse, McDonald's, like just everything. <laughs> Alexis, <laughs> what I Panera. tell you, we need to like, can we please go to Texas Roadhouse or Dairy Queen or something? Please. Yeah, we'll do a please. girly trip. Yeah, We're going to do a road trip to Texas Roadhouse. I think it's like two hours from LA. Oh, it is. I go there frequently. <laughs> All the time I dress up, live Dead. for it. Okay. Um, But I feel like overall, I'm going to have to go with LA just because there's so much opportunity. I feel like I've made a home here. Like it, it is my home now. You know what's crazy, which I feel like you can relate, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, but I feel like for me, I have never felt more myself than yes. the person LA has shaped me. Definitely. As. I felt out of the box yeah. in the Midwest. I just didn't fit in. Like I was like the puzzle piece that didn't fit. Right. And like once I came here, it was like, it was really hard, but it was like yeah. a deep breath of like, whoa, like I belong here. 100%. So definitely special place in my heart for both. Once I find a Midwest Zaddy, I'm moving straight uh, back. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Oh Wait, do you not gosh. think you will? No. 
Really? No. Oh my god. Okay, okay that's my next question. So I'm <laughs> gonna choose LA for now, but still. Yeah. Heart Midwest. Yes. Um. Okay. Midwest guys or LA guys? Midwest. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Midwest. Like. Okay. Elaborate. I have lived here for almost six years. I've went on two dates here, maybe if that. Like, which I is not rare. Have no interest in the guys here, but every time I go home, oh, I have a new boy every trip. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, like roster. It's literally. like literally my bus <laughs> yes. club, another club, literally. no sleep. It's like we have you have a roster back home. Yes, the guys are so much hotter, so much nicer. Like there's They're just, just something tight. about a Midwest guy. Yeah. yeah, and my friend who came back to back home with me a few weeks ago, she was like, I get it now. Like I never understood it, but now I'm like, yeah. I want a Midwest guy so too. So what is not your vibe about the guys here? Literally everything. Like, there's not even one specific thing. I feel like everyone's very cloudy here, and it's about who you know, and no one really takes the time to get to know you. It's about what you're doing, and I don't want to talk about work when I'm on a date. Yeah. Like, I want to get to know you, not what you do necessarily. Uh-huh. Obviously, that's a part of it, but I want to know so much more than that. I even find myself, which is unlike me, yeah. and it's so cringe, but, like, I'll find myself swiping or whatever on an app, and I start to put what they do on a pedestal as yeah. well because they lack so much substance in every it's other so category true. i'm like well at least they're a blah 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 yeah. you know what i mean no it's Which so is true so like not my vibe right. and the opposite of what i want to be like but i'm like reaching i'm like reaching yeah. for it's so hard on a dating app though because that's oh, all yeah. you're really looking at yeah do you use any apps i'm like on them but i go through phases really what's yeah. your go-to app though your fave I feel like Hinge right now. Yeah. I was like a Bumble girl for a long time, but I okay. feel like Hinge recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate A lot of my though. friends, I feel like, find their literal boyfriends on Hinge. Yeah. That's what I hear. So I feel like maybe deep down, yeah. that's kind of why I'm on there. Because I'm like, okay, maybe. <laughs> Here's hope. Maybe I'll find the one. <laughs> Are you um, on Raya? I am, but I never use it. Really? I think it's so fun to like mess with <laughs> I I find it fun to see I'm who's like, on. Athlete, yes. Literally, I find it fun to like see who's on and it's more of like an Instagram for me than an actual dating app because I've never met someone on there. I only know one person who's ever actually met up with someone on there. Even I feel like it's like one of those apps you talk to someone for a few days and then it's like ghosts never talk again. Yeah. Have you ever seen like an A-list celebrity on there? So many and I always swipe right and they never match with me back. (laughs) Maybe that's why I don't like it. Dead, dead. I mean, it's definitely fun to to have, but a little bit like if you're... For a long time, they wouldn't accept accept me. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I want to be on it. And now that I'm on it, I'm like, okay, it's right? not that big of a deal. I feel the same way. I literally sent an email to Raya. Because oh wow, this is so embarrassing. No, I lo- I feel but like everyone would do that. <laughs> Spilling tea. Um, I had tried to get on the app for like a year and a half. Uh-huh. Would never be able to get on. So finally, I emailed them and I was like, I think I would be a great fit for your app because of this, this, and Shut this. Up. And like, sent a pitch. Not you pitching Next yourself day, to Raya. I got accepted. <laughs> Wait, I love that. Is that not wild? Um, well, that just goes to show you go for what you want. Yeah. And I love that. That's yeah. very me energy. I'm like link. I'm like messaging on LinkedIn. <laughs> the executive at Raya. Um, excuse me. <laughs> right. You're like, hey, quick question. Dead. Oh, my Literally. gosh. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps up the polls. I mean, you guys know I'm obviously voting Midwest guys. Obviously. Duh. Duh. <laughs> um, okay. So, Alexis, what are you doing right now to make moves? Oh my gosh. I mean, right now, it's like, I feel like I was in such a space of doing only influencers for a long time, which obviously I still love that. Like their makeup. Yeah. Love my influencers, want to keep working with them. But I feel like right now I'm kind of transitioning into a more of a traditional celebrity space. 
And so I feel like I'm just constantly networking in a new way that I've mm-hmm. ever done before. It's more reaching out to publicists now and management versus reaching out to people via DM, DM. you know? Yeah. So what are, would you say the pros and cons of that? Or like, what are the main differences you've noticed in just the personality of like a traditional celeb versus like an influencer celeb? Honestly, they're very similar. Uh-huh. And it's really interesting. I feel like the biggest difference I've noticed just social media wise is my engagement whenever I post an influencer is like through the roof. And whenever I post a traditional celebrity, no one cares. T. It's really interesting, which I thought for the longest time it would be complete opposite. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. I love that. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you, in your eyes, now having worked with like literally the biggest celebrity in the world and then also one of the biggest influencers in the world, which in my eyes, they're both celebrities. Yeah. But do you see them like as fame level? Like, do you see them differently or do you put them on the same kind of pedestal? I think they're the same. And that's something that I kind of thought everyone thought for the longest time until I got on TikTok. People are like, you can call yourself a celebrity makeup artist. Like you're an influencer makeup artist. Really? Yeah. And people are very opinionated about this. Apparently I didn't realize. Yeah. Is that not crazy? Because to me, Tana Mojo is a celebrity. Like, oh, she is for sure. You know what I mean? Like all of these people in my eyes are celebrities. And so I don't know what tiktok considers a celebrity or what they don't but to me they're all the same wow that's crazy yeah so interesting i'm like if they're paying the rate they're paying the rate exactly you know what i mean (laughs) exactly normally if you're paying that rate you're a celebrity because you can afford you know what i mean um okay interesting so how'd you get to the point where you are meeting different celebrities now other than just the influencer celebrities that like people on TikTok are mad about. (laughs) I feel like social media, honestly, I think that I would be nowhere if it weren't for social media. I've gotten all of my clients pretty much through Instagram. Really? And just reaching out to people and networking because that's the cool thing about Instagram too right now is we have access to people in a way that no one else has had access. Like you could literally DM Beyonce. You know know what I mean? They might see it, they might not, but like I feel like just really taking advantage of social media. Yeah, I love that. I feel like you've also done an incredible job using your social media as like a catalyst in that way. And I I guess I want to know, how do you feel comfortable? Like for makeup artists that are like, I have no clients or I got one celebrity client, but I'm afraid to ask them to take a photo. Like how do you make it so you feel comfortable to like be able to take a photo and post on your page? I think one of the biggest things about being in this industry is you have to really learn how to read a room. And there's some days with any of my clients that they're, you know, having a good time and in a good mood and like we're very comfortable with each other Mm -hmm. and talking the whole time. And then there's other days where, you know, they have their AirPods in and they're on their phone the whole time. And I know those are the days like don't ask for anything if they talk to you, Mm -hmm. have a conversation. But like you just really have to learn to read a room because some people don't care about a photo and they're like, yeah, take as many as you want. And some people I know to never ask for one. Really? Yeah. And so, so you know before you even ask, you're yeah. just like, it's a no-go. Yeah, because I feel like I'm just very observant too. And so I'm like, if they're in a bad mood, the last thing they're going to want to do is take yeah. a photo for me, you know? How do you feel like you know? Like, do you think it's just a natural thing? You're like, I'm good at reading the room? I think that's a big part of it. And then I think too, like I've just been in the industry for a long time. And so I know my clients now I'm very comfortable with them like Mm -hmm. I know if Tana is going to be in a fun mood or if she's going to just be tired and hungover and not want to talk and lay in bed while I glam her Mm -hmm. you know so it's just it's so funny how much someone's vibe like your Mm -hmm. vibe 
is what people value more than your talent. Definitely. Right? Yeah, I always say that. Like, you can be the most talented makeup artist, hair size, whatever it is in the world, but, like, if you don't match their energy and vibe with them, like, they're not going to have you back. I feel like so much more of, like, talent comes down to personality. If if you're not good at any of that, right? What tips would you give someone in regards to, like, networking or being able to read a room or knowing when to ask the right questions at the right time? I think one of the biggest things, too, is just being the hardest worker. Like, Ooh, love you know, that. you have to work hard in this industry. I always tell people you're going to hear more no's than yeses in here, and you have to learn to accept it and mm-hmm. not let it, like, get you down. You have to learn to kind of let it be ammunition to, mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I've reached out to so many people, and, like, they might not have said yes at the time, but maybe I wasn't ready then for what I thought I was Ooh. ready for. Maybe it'll happen later. I feel like I'm seeing that now. So many people that I reached out to five years ago left me on red, said no, whatever it was, right? And then now it's like they're calling me. Yeah. And I'm like looking back like, okay, thank God I didn't work with them then because Uh I know I wouldn't have been. I would have embarrassed myself. Yeah, exactly. And then they never would have called back again. Uh So I just really feel like timing is everything and like everything happens for a reason. And if I'm not supposed to work with someone, I'm not going to work with them. And it's more of a blessing than like something to be upset by. Yeah. Totally. But I feel like that's really big. And I also just think like being nice to everyone. This industry is so small. So fucking small. So small. Like your assistant will come your, become your boss. <laughs> literally. Day. Yeah. And so you just have to treat everyone the same. It doesn't matter what status they are. Like even the PAs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whoever it is, like you treat everyone with respect because you never know who's going to bring you back to a job or who's going to become where like in a few years like you just have to really treat everyone with respect i love that all right we're gonna cut to a break really quickly and get back to what being the hardest worker on set means thank you so much to apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of making moves apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates it turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you that could mean more time to read more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice, cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) 
but my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. All right, Alexis, I want to know what does it mean in your eyes? to be the hardest worker on set? Like what little tasks does that mean you're taking upon yourself to do? Or, yeah. you know, what's gonna make you stand out to be the hardest worker if you're a makeup artist? I or think, anyone. I think set. just going above and beyond. Like, even though I'm there to do makeup, like if their back hurts, I'm gonna give them a little massage. Like if some, if they need a water bottle, like even though I'm not their assistant, mm -hmm. like I'm gonna go get them a water, a snack. I think just like, you know doing more than your role yeah exactly <laughs> and I feel like people really appreciate that as well one of the biggest tips that someone told me when I was young in the industry was no task is too little for you yeah okay if someone spills a drink and it's on the floor like right who cares if you're not the assistant or the PA or whatever like be just as open to cleaning that up as you are to like calming them down if the talent is having an anxiety attack and that's definitely. your job you know what I mean yeah definitely so and I can attest you are that person you <laughs> take on any task on set which is right. awesome yeah I know I try to and I think just being hungry too for things like uh -huh. you know you can really tell by someone's energy if they want to be at the job or if they don't want to be at the job and so like you just have to show up do a good job hustle like so much of this role is hustling yeah, totally. I feel like so much of any position in yeah. entertainment is hustling and being Definitely. hungry. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what level you're at. Like, mm -hmm. even the huge makeup artists, like, they're still hustling. You're always hustling no matter how much you've, like, made it. Totally. So, speaking of huge makeup artists, I know you assisted yeah. Ash, right? Yeah, That's I her assisted name? a lot of people, but Ash K. Home was probably one of my, like, main people that I assisted, and she's become, like, a huge mentor in my life now. So, how... Did that connection happen and how did she turn into your mentor and like yeah. how, did, how did she get the feeling that she wanted to help you too? So because that's I feel like people definitely. like in L.A. everyone's like everyone's slimy. They want to use you. But right. then there's those people that like want to take you under their wing. Yeah. And, and help you. It, and whenever they do like you hold on to that and you mm -hmm. keep that relationship good because it's rare. So how did you make that relationship? So I had been assisting for maybe like three years before I met Ash. I had assisted tons of different makeup artists and all types of different styles because in the celebrity makeup world, there's like several different styles. There's the makeup artists that do, you know actors and then there's the makeup artists that do more of like celebrity influencers and like it's very separate and so I had kind of assisted a little bit of everything at that point and I wanted to work with Ash literally since I moved out here really I messaged her all the time she was always so nice and like thanks girl like if I ever need someone I'll keep you in mind but like 
years went by and I just kept DMing, kept DMing, responding to stories, liking posts, commenting, just really making sure like she remembered my name. Yeah. And then I ran into her at a makeup event one night and I was like, oh my gosh, like I've DM'd you so many times, like I'd love to work with you. And so she like took my info down, but nothing happened still. And then she posted on her Instagram story that she was looking for an assistant. And I was like, this is my chance. And so I sent in a video talking and just like really explaining, you know, I've wanted to work with you for so long. Like these are all the reasons why I think I would be a good fit. And she responded right away and was like, okay, great. Like, let's start. And then this is so me energy. I love it. (laughs) Literally, like you just can't say take no for an answer. You know, you just have to really keep going for it. And so finally, after like three years, we started working together and we worked together for not that long, actually, because by the time I started with her, I had already had a few celebrities on my own and like was starting to get kind of busy, not busy enough financially to not have to assist. Yeah. But enough to where I wasn't available as much as she needed me to be. And so then we kind of like took a pause because I was about to go on tour. And so we like stopped working together for a while, but we just really kept that relationship. And like she's one of those people, if I ever need anything, no matter what type of advice, she's always answering my phone calls, still helping me out. Like she really has become such like a mentor to me. Okay, I have so many questions. Yeah. I have to elaborate. Yes. You will, but you know what your girl Chris Jenner says is <laughs> if someone tells you no, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah. And I love that. It's quote. so true. I love it. It's um, so true. Okay. So why do you think that Ash takes your phone calls now? Like why yeah. is that relationship so awesome and good and um real? I think that a big part of it is I was a really good assistant. I think that being a good assistant, you have to anticipate a lot of things. Like I really learned how she works, what brushes she's going to use before she even asks for them, Mm -hmm. what palettes she's going to need before she asks for them. And just kind of like reading her mind and knowing what they want before they even know what they want. Yeah, exactly. And that's what really set me apart. I feel like, and just my work ethic, like, and I realize that now that I'm looking for assistance, it's really hard to find an assistant that's going to show up for you. And Literally work. same. It's Liter- so weird. It is so hard. And I remember the whole time I was assisting, everyone always said that, like, you don't understand how hard it is to find And I'm someone, like, yeah, right. Yeah, I've been waiting this whole time. Literally, because <laughs> all of the things that I was doing at the time, I thought were just common knowledge. Same. Apparently they're not. Um, but whenever we stopped assisting, like, I just made sure to keep that relationship strong because I was like, I really look up to her and I want her to be in my life forever. Like, I don't want it to just be like, Mm -hmm. you know, a short term, like, oh, we work together and then that's it type of thing. And so, you know, even whenever I was moved on and not assisting her, if she ever needed someone, I would still help her no matter what. And just still being really available for her and making time. Even during COVID, I was assisting her for a while again. Wow. You know, Um, but I think that she just really saw something in me, too, because of how hungry I was. And how much I wanted it. And I never would try to make anything about me whenever I was around her celebrity clients. You know, I would stand in the background, not speak unless spoken to. Like, never try and take her clients whatsoever. And I think that she really respected that. And now she's kind of starting to hand me clients and actually be really helpful. I love that. Yeah. Um, That's so awesome. I I was going to say, I think that even more than your talent and your work ethic you seem like the type of person that just has a high level of integrity and like your yeses mean yes and yeah. your no's mean no's yeah. and you're like a no fluff girl. Right. And you're just going to show up and do your job and do more. Definitely. And that's, it's crazy that it's that simple, but that's all people can ask for yeah. in an employee. I know. So yeah, I, and I, I think it's so cool when 
mentors and people at that level that Ash is at and Alicia and Tana and whoever. I I think it says so much about them when they are so willing to help you move on and go to the next level because they're so secure in their own thing that they're not worried about you taking clients or being jealous or being catty. That's red flag. Totally. Red flag if your boss or someone is not ready for you to move on like that. Yeah, definitely. Because what do they expect? You know what I mean? You want, I hope one day I can help someone get to their next level. Exactly. And um, whatever. And I think you've done a really good job at, finding people that would help you totally and that I don't know I think that just says so much about people's character right I think too I'm really teachable whenever same yeah and I think that's something so important like if someone is like hey like you know I don't like that you did this or said this like can we fix this I am always just like yes of course like what can I do to change I am very like yeah exactly I want to grow and learn Yeah, yeah exactly and I think that not everyone's like that you know if someone's trying to help you, don't come at them or don't be like, well, this is my reason. Like, just be like, yes, you're right. Accept it. I'm sorry. Like, let's move on. And I think you just have to, like, learn from your mistakes and just be teachable. Wow. I think that's a great, great piece of advice. Be teachable. All right. We're going to cut to a quick break and we'll be back with more tea about Alexis's journey. <laughs> okay. So from Ash, how did you connect with Tana? Tana and I actually met through a mutual friend at a party. Oh. And I was doing Paris Hilton at the time. And oh she so found cool. out about that. And she was like, oh, my God, do you do Paris? Like, I want you to do me. And then I went on tour very shortly after that. So I was gone for like a year and a half, basically. And we were DMing all the time, like, oh, my gosh, would love to glam, would love to glam. Never happened. And then randomly on New Year's Eve, I think this would have been like 2018 New Year's Eve, she DMed me and she was like, are you available tonight? And I was like. Yeah, canceled all my plans, went and glammed her. And then literally from then on, it was like, next day, are you available tomorrow? Are you available tomorrow? That's how it was with Alicia and I. Right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, once you just click with someone like that, it's like, okay, great. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm taking you. Like, this is happening. But that just goes to show when the opportunity arises, you do cancel your plans. Yeah. And you cancel everything that's going on. And when you know something is like exactly bigger and better and good for you you who fucking cares like yeah. you're not new year's eve low-key sucks anyway <laughs> literally I, it always i'm like is it gonna be fun this year no right it, no always <laughs> it's the worst holiday yeah um anyway i just think that that just shows so much of your character too that you're like of course i'm gonna cancel my plans right and i think that's so much of being in this industry too is sacrifice yeah. you know there's been so many times where i've missed plans or missed out on events or family time or this and that but I know what I want in my career and so I'm like I'm willing to cancel everything to make this next move happen Mm -hmm. and to get to where I want to be how do you know when the social or family or whatever the case is you know it could be a funeral it could be a wedding it could be your little brother's really important graduation whatever it is yeah how do you know when to say yes to the career thing or yes to the family personal thing it's really hard and that's something that I'm actually kind of learning now because I think for the longest time whenever you're starting out you say yes to everything yeah doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter the rate say no to the the personal thing yeah exactly and so I think you just have to really like hone in on that for a long time but I feel like now I'm getting to the point where I can start to say no to things because I know that 
Tiana's still going to call me even if I'm not available for something, mm-hmm. you know, like it doesn't matter what it is. Like, like you've built a strong enough relationship yeah, with her. Yes. Exactly. And I think you get to a point where you have to learn like work isn't everything at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's so important. I'm such a workaholic and it's easier said than done. But I have to know that there's certain memories that you're never going to be able to like recreate. And I want to be there for those special times. Mm-hmm. And people will understand that are asking me to do makeup, they're going to understand if I'm going to a funeral or if I'm going to a wedding. Yeah. I think at the ages, like basically 18 until 25 or even like 24, really 18 to 25, I think those years is like work your forking ass off. Definitely. Like cancel the fun yeah you'll you're gonna you have a long life ahead of you like that that's the time to grind and like build and like literally launch and catapult your career yeah and I I feel like we both probably said a lot of like we missed out on a lot of things back home or whatever but I don't regret it for a second not at all not at all because I really think too I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't start at such a young age too and I feel like too whenever you start young and you're hungry and like showing up and you're not flaky people have more empathy for you as well mm. and they're willing to help you because they see how much you want it and how hard you're working at such a young age because I feel like that's a rare thing too. Mm-hmm. I moved out here when I was 18 and one of the makeup artists that I was working with she would invite me to Easter with her and to, you know, like her family events with her because Mm -hmm. she knew I didn't have family out here. And so I think you kind of like make your own family out here with the people that you work with. Totally. And everyone just wants to help everyone because we're all in the same boat. Yeah. I was just about to say that I think as much as LA is a using city and like cloudy city, at the end of the day, when someone finds someone that's worth the potential like yeah people do want help definitely and, but you just have to ask yeah exactly it's like it's, it's gonna be an auto no unless you ask right for what you want so no, i love that so true um let's go back to tana because i'm yeah. so infatuated by yeah. your guys's relationship <laughs> i feel like in my opinion being an alexis oakley stan she like blew you the fork up and catapulted you in this industry as like not only a makeup artist but as a face yeah to like oh you know i'm just like as your own influencer your own like celebrity and so i just want to know like what what is your relationship like with her why does she want to help you so much um why do you think that she has like that heart deep down in her that like wants to help you I think that one thing I see in the people that work around her sometimes is obviously we see her online. You know, she's known as a party girl, wild, Mm -hmm. flaky, this and that. And I think that sometimes her work people around her do the same thing because they think, oh, she doesn't care. No, she does. And I will never show up late for her. I will never show up unprofessional or I never drink on the job with her anything. I'm very professional, even though she probably wouldn't care about certain things. I treat her just like any of my other clients, no matter how close we are. And I think that she really respects that as well and mm-hmm. has more of a heart to help me because she knows I'm not going to take advantage of her. I'm mm-hmm. not going to. You're not in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're still, you still respect her and you're grateful for totally. the opportunity. Yeah. You know? I really think that I would be nowhere if it weren't for her. Yeah. Or not nowhere, but I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for her. Definitely. It's so funny because Alicia all the time. I'll like wait. I go into work, right? Like yeah. a normal person. People think we just like hang out and get totally. Starbucks, but like Literally. we actually work. <laughs> yeah. And so I go into work and I, you know, show up and get my stuff ready and whatever. And 
I will have a like really big personal thing like you know so and so boy texted me whatever parents blah 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 something big that totally. happened that I want to tell my friend right yeah but that she's my boss right uh, right now on the job so I will literally wait like the whole day until the day work day's over or lunch break yeah until I bring up the personal thing and she's like dude you could have told me but I'm like <laughs> no like these are my work hours right like, I don't want to waste your time waste my time it's so true um, and I think that's something. That obviously, again, she probably wouldn't care if I like brought it up during work hours or whatever. Definitely. But like I do. Yeah. And I think that's what makes someone stand out and makes them care so much for you. No, I agree. It's just keeping that professionalism always. Yeah. When you moved on from Ash to Tana and all your own clients, how do you not burn a bridge? Because I feel like that's a lot of that's very common yeah in the industry like once you're done working for blah 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 and you move on sometimes there's a bridge burned or they have bad blood or whatever how do you avoid that I think communication honestly Mm -hmm. because even whenever I ended things with Ash we ended on good terms because of the way I went about it I went to her house I brought her flowers and I was like hey like I've loved working with you so much and I appreciate everything you've done for me and I'm so thankful but like I feel like I'm getting to the point where I can't be there for you as much as you need someone to be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm kind of moving on. She was like, I completely agree. She was like, you're killing it. I'm so proud of you. Like, I want you to do your own thing. And I think everything just comes down to communication because I could have went about it and just been like, oh, I'm not available anymore. Like, sorry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to go about it. But I think you just have to communicate with the people Uh around you. And they're going to appreciate that much more than just being very vague. Like, And being real, like... Being like, it's not that I don't want to. Yeah. I love your, I love being around you. I love learning from you. Totally. But I feel crazy not saying yes to whoever it is. And people appreciate the honesty more so than just letting it fizzle. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like dating. Yeah. When you're like, you need to break up. Totally. But you like, you're. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. You need to break up so badly. It's the never ending breakup. I had right. this. And like. You guys both know it, but yeah. it's just like it's a scary conversation. But scary conversations or like hard conversations right. usually are the best ones. Right. Or the most necessary ones. Even it's like so true. in life, the hardest decision is usually the best decision. Yeah. Or, you know, hardest obstacle. Like the greater the struggle, the more glorious the triumph. So true. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, how do you approach getting your next big client? Like how how did how the heck did Chris happen? Come on. So Chris actually happened through a friend that works in the Kylie Cosmetics offices. Wow. And so cool. it was just like mentioning my name at the right time, right place type of thing. Mm-hmm. And Chris happened to need a makeup artist. Oh, use my friend. Okay, great. I got an email within an hour and I was so, available. Quick question. I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But did that, had you said to that friend prior, like, hey, if anyone in this family no. ever needs, she just thought of you. Yeah. And I think that that's something really important too. I heard this quote a long time ago. It's not about who you know, it's about who's going to mention your name in a room full of opportunities. Ooh. And that stuck with me so hard. Cause I'm like, that's so true. Like, again, just back to people wanting to help people because they uh-huh. see something in you. Yeah. You know, like he could have been complaining about needing a makeup artist and no one could have said anything. Yeah. You know? Wow. Okay, so they mentioned your name and then her team reached out? Yeah, it was within an hour. She texted me and was like, hey, like, I told Chris's team about you. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, thinking, you know, oh, probably not going to hear back. Were you Well, honestly, this is so weird. But the night before it happened, I was on the phone with one of my friends. And I was like, I just have this weird feeling that I'm about to do Chris Jenner soon. What? And she was like, 
that's so random. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just have this weird gut feeling. No, you did not. I swear. And then the next day this happened. And so honestly, I wasn't even like freaking out or anything. I was just like, I called that. It was so wild, and I've never had that happen before. What are you, a manifestation, God, person, Literally, what are you? I don't know. I saw, okay, this is going to make me sound a little crazy, no, but okay. I saw this thing on TikTok a few weeks ago about, like, which you probably saw too. Yes. Okay, yes, yes. Things come to me, the things come to me. Oh, so I need to start saying that it more. It was like that, and then there was this other thing too where it was like you're supposed to manifest at a certain time because of the moons, and like, I don't even know. I'm not super into astrology. I don't know, but I saw it, and I was like, Okay, like I'm gonna start manifesting at this time. Wait, what's the quote on TikTok? It's like, um, I don't chase, I attract. Yes. Um, what belongs to me will come. Is yes. that what it is? I think so. Not me like actually saying that every night. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but so I saw this whole thing about manifesting and I was like, okay, like I'm gonna give it a shot. Like shut up. And obviously I believe in that stuff. And so then that night I was like manifesting, praying, everything. Next day I get a call to do Demi Lovato. Next day I get asked to be a guest on Access Hollywood. A few days later, I get asked to Chris Jenner. A few days later, I get a call about my dream apartment. It was just like thing after thing after thing. And it was like all just coming to me. Okay, question, question, <laughs> question. Is this you saying that quote or is this you saying to out loud, yeah, yeah I want to work with Chris Jenner? Because I think the power of saying something out loud, right. like for instance, me saying I want a podcast network, yeah, like to everyone and being yeah. confident, I think that does stuff. Like I say, agree. Even right now, I'm like, I want to be set up with a like right. hot athlete. So yeah. I'm like trying to tell everyone. And I think that helps. But were you saying the quote or were you saying specific things? I was saying specifically Demi Lovato. That was really? one thing. So what were you? Example. I, I was just like writing down like, I'm going to be doing Demi Lovato's makeup. I'm going to be living in this apartment. I'm going to be doing this. Like just very specific goals because I think that writing they're it so, down. yeah. Repetition? Yeah. Or like just- no, just like just writing out like like oh, every I'm doing night this. yeah no not even every night it was just like a one-time thing wow. and then it was like everything just started happening in the next few days which was so wild and then ever since then I've just started like before I go to bed like thinking about goals which I've always been very into like goals and new year's resolutions and mm-hmm. dream boards Same. we and should do vision like boards that. together this yes. year yes I love nothing more than a vision <laughs> a board for a vision board I I'm like a get the scissors get the forking <laughs> glue get the rubber cement okay <laughs> right I love all of that stuff and so I feel like that's one thing too I've just always been very aware of the goals that I want and very specific ones too and it's so crazy now to like look back at like all of my journals even from the last few yeah. years because I've always been a big journaler same and like writing down my goals because I think there's so much power in like either visualizing something writing it down or speaking it into mm-hmm. existence and so I feel like I've always just been like very aware of that and now it's kind of like all happening uh, well <laughs> first of all well forking deserved it's not just a weird <laughs> manifestation you. thing you have built an empire where when opportunities come it they're lucky that you say yes too you know what i mean yeah, so i will say that but in the journal are you yeah. writing i will do this or i am doing this or i want to do this it honestly depends on the night like okay, it i kind of you don't ever think yeah, it. Okay. i don't have like a specific way of doing things or like anything like that because there's been times where i write out like I am living in this apartment. I'm working with this person. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm just, like, speaking it into existence. And then there's other times where it's just, like, I want to work with this person. Like, I want to have my work on a book cover. I want to have my work on a billboard, whatever it is. Okay, Alexis, I want to get into one thing that I'm pretty passionate about, and I'm sure you did it yourself. Have you, on your journey, worked for free? Oh, my God, so many times. Okay, what is your – I would love to know your opinion on working for free and – the value you see in that because I think a lot of 
especially Gen Z people, are really entitled in the sense they're like, I deserve this. You owe me this. Blah, 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 blah. Which, to some degree, you understand, but, like, us making our way and still trying to figure it out in this industry. I mean, I literally worked my butt off for free for years. Totally. So, um, I just want to know your opinion and, like, why do you think that's smart and valuable for someone to do? I think it's so necessary because I always say you either accept a job for the money that it brings you, the person, or just the experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're going to learn so much from working for free and people are going to see the value in it because you're not, you know, you're very humble if you're working for free and you want to learn. And I think that people really value that and want to help you even more if you're working for free, if you're doing those things. And I think that's just part of it. Like, I remember when I first moved out here, my parents were helping me so much financially and I which god bless them yeah you know what like, I mean I could not have even stayed out here if it mm-hmm. weren't for them because I was doing so much for free and my parents were always like oh my gosh another job for trade like why are you yeah. doing you know what I mean but it's like I don't think that I would be where I am if I hadn't said yes to all of those things because it's like also I just if I believe in someone even now I'll still work for free if I like see the vision or if it's something creative that I'm wanting to do mm-hmm. I'll still do it for free because I'm still getting filled at the end of the day it yeah. might not be paying my bills but I'm getting something from it yeah you find the value in other things yeah mm-hmm. exactly um speaking of I feel like it's a big thing like I I feel like a lot of normal people don't realize that a lot of influencers or celebrities or whatever will like get their makeup and hair done for free in exchange for a post right. and like that whole thing. What how do you navigate that? Like getting paid versus doing stuff for free, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. And for the longest time, I was pretty much doing everyone for free for really? a tag. Yeah. But did you for a tag? Yeah. Okay, explain that. So it's almost like a trade, you know what I mean? So I would message them be like, hey, girl, like, would love to do your makeup. I'm down to do it in exchange for, like, a few story tags or, like, permanent posts, like, whatever you're comfortable with. And so then... On you know, their Instagram. Yeah, exactly. And so I would go do their makeup. I would always get a glam photo so that I could have one to post myself. And, then and do you they, just ask at the end? You're like, yeah. hey, is it okay if I take Because I feel like in a situation like that, like, they know that's the deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so normally they're pretty easy whenever it comes to that. And were you trying to build your... Build clients, build following, network, network. yeah, like kind of all of the things. And I feel like it was so helpful because it got my name out there in so many ways. Obviously, they were tagging me and however million, many people People follow follow them, see that. And then I would gain followers. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like there's some influencers that I've worked with. I've done their makeup for free. They've tagged and I maybe gained three followers. And then there's others like Tana or Lana Rhodes or people like that where I'll gain thousands of followers. Yeah, so it really Epic. just depends. And you kind of learn, too. Like, you know, sometimes I want to work with people just because I'm obsessed with them mm-hmm. and, like, want to do their makeup. I don't even care if I gain anything from it. And other times I'm doing it more as a business thing where, mm-hmm. you know, I want to get something from it, which is followers or clients. Totally. Because most of the time, whenever you're working for tags like that, at least in my industry, it doesn't necessarily lead to more clients, typically. and more so just leads to followers, which then I feel like can translate to clients. And it... It's weird how followers, in a weird way, help you earn credibility. It's so true. Yeah, it's so true. I feel like ever it's since a blessing I've and a curse, my following, people take me more seriously. Yeah, same. It's wild. Same. Yeah. Literally, people in my life that have been in it forever, I feel like now take me more seriously because I have yeah. more followers. It's so weird. It's so weird, but it's so true. Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. Um, Really interesting. I think that... 
a trade, I guess is what we call it, yeah. is similar to like a finance guy taking one of his clients to dinner. That's such a good way of putting it. Do you know what I mean? It's like they're or they're going golfing. It's like he's going to pay for the round. He's going to pay for the booze. And if that means that in three years they're going to make a big deal, Mm -hmm. then that's the trade is worth it. Yeah. You have to smooge a little bit. Yeah. So that's why like big in the female working industry, that's what a trade is. Exactly. But in um, finance, corporate, bro, frat, whatever. Yeah. That's their version of a trade is the golfing, the sports game, the dinner on the house. Totally. It helps build the relationship too. And you hope that whenever you're doing these things, whenever they have the budget or whenever they've grown you know into bigger things they'll afford to bring you on or if a company they're working with is like hey like you get to pick your glam who do you want to use you hope that they are going to totally you you know and what's cool is in any in any industry at the end of the day if someone during that trade Mm -hmm. enjoys the presence of you and had a good time just hanging out like i think real relationships are so not normal right in our industry that when you find someone that oh I'm gonna be in the glam for two hours and I actually yeah. like them and I actually would hang out with them they're my friend then that I, people really value that Definitely. like same with the business dinners if they're like bro I actually want to talk to you and like yeah because it's like I would say it's probably mm, I don't know 60 or 70 percent personal and then 30 percent right. business that's so but, true but knowing, you know, the right questions to ask or, or remembering how the grandma is or, yeah. you know what I mean, their kids or names Definitely. and things like that. That's what, like, makes you stand out. Yeah. No, it's so true. Exactly. Okay. I need to ask because I saw on your close friend's story, very honored to be a part of that, <laughs> yes. um, that your neighbor heard you listening to Adele. Oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> I just moved into a new apartment complex and still learning, you know. The volume situation yeah. because at my old apartment I've never once had a noise complaint. I, I had parties all the time, like never once had a noise complaint. So the other day I'm getting ready for work, and granted it was early. I think it was like six thirty or seven in the morning, blasting the new Adele <laughs> in the fields, vibing, Mood. you know. Yeah. And then my landlord, who's an old man by the way, he's like in his seventies no or way. like like he's yeah. He texts me. He's like, good morning, Alexis. Just wanted to let you know I've received a few complaints about your music levels. They love Adele, too, but not while they're trying to sleep. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. So dead. Literally, I didn't even know what to say back. I was just like, ha, ha, sorry. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, so sorry. Like, she hits different in the morning. Literally, I'm like, just in the feels, bro. Sorry. Well, first of all, Adele, I cannot wait for her forking album. Oh, my God, I know. Queen. Obsessed. Queen. My brother and I were literally <laughs> jamming to like rolling in the deep on the way home from the Colts so game. Good. And he was like, when he got home, he like sent me a Snapchat and he was like blaring it on his like frat TV. Yes. And they were all like, yeah. Literally chasing pavements. Oof, oh, it's different. It's so different. Um, what do you use? I feel like you're a frequent and so am I a uh, close friends user. What do you yeah. use it for? Honestly, just things that I'm either too embarrassed to post for everyone or whenever I'm talking about guys. Like, yeah. When I post certain things with my family, just certain things that I yeah. don't need everyone, everyone to see, just people that I know in real life. How do you determine who's on your close friends? Just people you know in real life? Yeah. So I'm how not many su- people do you have? I think I have like a hundred or so. Oh, that's quite like, a bit. Yeah. Because I, like- I don't really post like TT on my close friends. I feel like occasionally I do, but it's more so yeah. just people that I like actually know. Yeah. I love that. I feel like 
also a lot of girls like us that have like a little mm-hmm. bit of a following mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll like if i want because we don't get to reap the benefits of seeing if like our crush looked right. at our story it's so, so beneficial I'm so close friends i'm like <laughs> add john doe literally you know what i mean and i'm like did he view it and stuff like literally. that literally if a guy i have a crush on is on my close friends yeah that's when you know but they're definitely like on and then off right and then oh on yeah. And off. yeah i change my close friends all the time Same. All Same. the time. I will say mine though is about like I think like thirty ish. Oh people. really? Yeah, yeah. You keep I it mean, small. You're really posting tea on there. No, I feel like my friends keep it. Theirs is like yeah. eight people. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Um, but sometimes I'll like you know if it's funny or whatever, yeah. not that deep. I'll post because I I post a lot on my regular story, which right. I always shouldn't. Whatever. It's okay. Anyway. I feel like people love you because of that. You're so relatable. <laughs> Literally. Okay, last thing before we wrap up, I want to talk a little bit about dating. Oh, God. Yeah. So, clearly, we've both, you know, struggled in the (laughs) L.A. area, which a lot of girls have. Like, a lot of... I will say, like, I hate blaming the city, but what else am I to blame? Literally. You know what I mean? Um, I know it's not me. (laughs) Right? Obviously. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. Um, But... How, you know, since your career takes up probably like I would say 80, 90 percent of your time in life and whatever, how do you make time to date? Is that a priority of yours? Do you kind of like push it to the side and you're waiting for someone to like sweep you off your feet? Like where is that in the ranking of life for you? Honestly, it depends on the day you ask me because there's some days where I'm like, I want a boyfriend so bad and all I'm doing is swiping on the apps. And then there's other times in my life where I'm like, eh, I don't really care. Like, I don't have time, whatever. And right now I feel like I'm kind of in that phase where I'm like, that's the last thing I'm thinking about. Of course, listen, it's fall. Like, of course I want a guy to come over and watch, you know, cute horror movies with me and whatever. But I feel like it's just not a priority on my list right now. But also I feel like it's so hard to meet people in L.A. It's so hard to make time for dating in L.A. because I'm like, on my days off, I want to hang out with my friends. I don't want to take the time to, like... Maybe go on a shitty date. Yeah, That's, like, 45 know? minutes Uber. Exactly. Like, it's just such a commitment it to is. go on a date out here. Like, the planning, just everything. It's such a commitment. But, like I said, when I go home, completely different story. All I want to do is date around whenever I'm home. Really? Yeah. So, it is, like... It, do you think it's also... You don't want to make time for it because there just aren't the type of guys that you have a crush on here? Partially, because I've tried the dating apps, and there's some that I, like, are my type. Yeah. Midwest was, listen, I'm into Newport boys right now. Oh, that makes sense. They're, like, similar oh, to Oh, should Midwest I change boys. my, like, location? Yes. Yes. Okay. We need to have a Newport night out, though, because every time I go out in Newport, I feel like I'm in Missouri. You know you what? Would love it. The last time, I think I tried to hire Alexis. She's like, sorry, bitch. <laughs> I'm in Newport, but do you want to come? I was like, I, think I that can't. Did I was like, I can't, but like next time, yeah. for sure. We all need to go. You would thrive. Like a, I, I like a guy's guy, like, you know, yeah. that, like knows more about sports than I do. Yes. Takes way less time than I do to get ready. Right. And doesn't that care. That is so rare. Yeah. Here. Which is, I, people think we're kidding. We're not. No. Yeah. Have you had any crazy experiences with, like, L.A. dudes here? Like, not really, because I really don't even go on dates. I've lived out here for five and a half years, and like I said, I think I've been on three dates ever out here, uh-huh. if that. Even, I. what's crazy about L.A. is, like, you'll go to big parties where, like, so-and-so yeah. or everyone's at, and I'm literally looking around, I'm like, no one's cute. Literally, no one. <laughs> or no. they're just not my type, maybe? Yeah. 
Because I think they're just, like, so hot and, like, so muscular and, like, perfect. And I'm like, I'm not into that. Modely. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want a frat boy. I, yeah. I want a, a brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. I feel like we need to maybe find that bar in, like, Santa Monica, yes. Venice. I've that- heard the guys are hot down there. And. And low-key downtown, like the finance bros. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. We got to find a nice one, but yeah. not too bro-y, but just enough. Exactly. That can take us to a game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, what, last question, Alexis. What is a move that you've made in your career that you're really proud of? Um, I think just my networking skills, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I just take every opportunity to network and hustle and, like I said, not take no for an answer. And I think that's that's completely what has gotten me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest piece of advice to anyone, too, is just, like, networking and not saying no. Are there any career checkpoints that you are really trying to manifest or make happen right now? I feel like the biggest thing I'm trying to do right now is get my makeup on a billboard. <gasps> I feel like out of all of my goals, obviously like someone's glam, like yes. you did their glam and yes. it's on a billboard. Yeah, oh my God, exactly. Tana, come on. I know. She's like billboard queen. Come on, girl. I know. I've working Stan Tana. Same. She's a beast. She's the best. Literally, she's so my smart. Everything. She really is she's such a so smart, smart business woman. Yeah. Oh my God, do you need to have her on here? Really? Oh my yes. God, I would be so honored. Yes. I want her to go to Pretty Basic really badly. Oh my gosh, So yeah. Tana, go on Pretty Basic. Literally, Tana, girl. <laughs> um, okay, so you want to billboard. Yeah, because I feel like pretty much every goal I've had, obviously there's specific people I want to work with or whatever, but every like tangible thing that I want, I've already done so far mm-hmm. except for a billboard. So that's like my one thing left. Obviously, there's other things too, but my main thing for the year. For the year. Yeah. Got it. All right. Well, we will be thinking of you manifesting (laughs) that for you. Is there ever an Alexis Oakley makeup line that will come out one day? Everyone always asks me that. And maybe I just feel like there's so much in the beauty world right now and it's very oversaturated. It's too much. Yeah. That I wouldn't want to come out with something unless it's like life changing, game changing. No one's ever done this before Uh type of thing. I don't want to just put my name on another palette. Yeah. I would want to wait till it's something that I'm like, everyone needs this. Really? Yeah. What? Um. Is there an influencer's product? Like, who do you think has done the best influencer makeup collab? Alicia Marie. Really? <laughs> I mean, Avi. Pretty basic. Yeah, pretty basic. Avi, pretty basic. Oh, I love right. that answer. Um, well, I think that I know Lord DIY said it on, I think, a podcast, but like you and Tana doing a makeup thing. Yes. Would be so iconic. I know. Like, it really would be. It could be called like something with like beat, like getting, yeah. like, I don't know. Have you seen that girl on TikTok? Um, she's girl boss town. Yes. Obsessed with her. Just discovered her the other day. So cool. <laughs> We've been DMing. I'm like, bitch, you got to come on my podcast. And she's yes. like, yes. But she is like, everything she said for Tana yeah. and just everyone else. I'm like, I, I want to be in her brain. Right. I know. She's so good. I'm like, can I hire you? Someone, some brand needs to snatch her up and hire Literally. her. Yeah. I know. Someone needs to get on it. Or PR firm maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Right. But um, she's good so on her. Smart. Good on her. And so... Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I was like so honored to be able to like ask you whatever I wanted for like an hour. That was (laughs) awesome. This was so fun. Um, Alexis, where can everyone find you? Pimp yourself out. Obviously Instagram, Alexis Oakley. My TikTok's Alexis Oakley with two Y's. I'm on YouTube now. Go subscribe. We need to do a collab. Yes, I would be so honored. We've been talking about it. We need to. Mm -hmm. 
And be sure to follow me on Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls. Same on TikTok and Twitter, TK's Juicy Polls. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace.